Welcome to Mommy Heal Thyself. We feature guests who provide you with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to say no to a life of pain and suffering from all forms of preventable disease, toxic drugs, and unnecessary surgeries. We hope to inspire you to boldly reclaim your ability to heal and to serve the ones you love. Hello, beautiful sisters. Welcome once again to another episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Tracy Slepsevic, and she is a certified integrative health practitioner, speaker, Air Force veteran, and the best-selling author of Warrior Mom, A Mother's Journey in Healing Her Son with Autism. She's educated in the field of complementary and alternative medicine and has dedicated herself for over 14 years to researching various treatments and therapies for individuals with autism and on the autism spectrum. Over the years, she has worked with various doctors, scientists, advocates, and researchers, and she has made it her mission to educate families on the importance of living a healthy lifestyle. Welcome once again, Tracy. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, we are honored to have you on our platform today. You are definitely going to be here to bless everyone that's going to hear what you're sharing with us today. Now, I want to go a little bit back into something that I just said, which is that you are the best-selling author of Warrior Mom. Tell us a little bit about not only the book, but just this concept of Warrior Mom. So many years ago, my son regressed from a vaccine injury into a state of autism Mm -hmm. and it took everything in me to one, figure out what was going on with him and two, to, to fight that battle that was going on with, with doctors and therapists and teachers and schools and you name it. Mm -hmm. And throughout this journey, if I would have just, you know, laid down and, you know, given up my son's, you know, prognosis his his outcome would have been a lot different. And at least I truly believe that it would have been. So I gave it everything I had. I truly believe that my journey was divinely led that God always gave me answers, even though I didn't realize that that was what was being done. And, you know, it led me on a journey to healing and addressing the underlying conditions that are associated with neurological disorders, not just autism. Hmm. So I dug deep, I read books, went to conferences, I did whatever it is that I had to do to um, address what was going on and to heal my son so he could get to a functioning state. So I don't ever claim that I cured my son or that I changed him in any way, shape or form. He's still the amazing kid that he's always been. Um, I just got him to a functioning state and eliminated the pain. So a lot of people don't realize that those underlying conditions are associated with, with pain, gut issues, all those things, you know, they're uncomfortable. So when you do that, there's no contraindications to, to giving a child a special diet or, you know, giving them supplements to supplement what they're lacking and all those different things in which that I did to assist him in progressing. 
because all I saw after that one year well baby visit was a regression. And then I was told over and over how normal it was. So from there, I just, you know, I trusted that God had my back Mm -hmm. and somehow my son was going to live a normal functioning life in which he does. He's 18 years old. He is fully functional. He drives, he works, he goes to school. He does everything that a normal 18 year old can do. Wow. That is amazing. And you know, that theme that you are speaking about in terms of warrior mom, it just resonates with me. You know, I wrote a book also that was mommy birthing the goddess within for our children's sake. And it's that same thing that we've got to reach in within ourselves and pull forward whatever it is that our kids need, you know, and that's what I love. And that's what I, what really resonated with me when I met you. Now, I would like for you to share a little bit more about some of the things that you are doing currently to help people who are in the same situation. You know, what are the types of people that you find are coming to work with you? And what are the pain points that they're experiencing that has actually led them into your direction? So over the last 14, 15 years, um, I, once I got my son to a functioning state, I started mentoring parents. And then so many times they would ask me, why don't you, you know, you should write a guidebook. And when COVID hit and I saw what was going on and I've been fighting this battle for, for, you know, many years. And I, again, I was put into a situation where I felt I was very divinely led to write my book. And it was a little bit of everything. So it was a story of inspiration and hope because during this time, my husband and I lost everything. We lost our home. We lost his business. Um, Honestly, if it could have happened, it just did. But I was very focused. Um, And then part two is all about what are your different resources? What do you do if you even think that your child might have autism? Because I could tell you a hundred times over, my pediatrician just told me how normal it was that he was acting like this or that he was regressing. And, Mm -hmm. and, and then part three is all about the biomedical intervention. Now, could I fit everything in there? There's so much out there today. I mean, you could write books and books and books about it. So I really dug deep into what it was that I utilized to heal those underlying conditions for Noah. And it all started with the gut. You know, there is that gut brain connection via the nervous system. And we really just addressed that. And he just started to come alive. It was, it was crazy. So, you know, I wrote this, this beautiful book. And I put everything in there that I knew that a parent would need. And from there, I started, you know, um, developing relationships with a lot of these amazing doctors that are out there and advocates. So as you know, so I decided to host a conference. Uh, It's called the Autism Health Summit. And the whole point was to really um, bring these doctors together, these advocates, everyone who's speaking out and to protect these children, doctors that lost their licenses, you know, just 
following their oath to do no harm and bringing them to a platform, not just to give parents the the doom and gloom, but to really give Mm -hmm. them information as to what can they do next? What, you know, what options do they have? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the science behind it? Because Mm -hmm. there is a genetic component, you know, you can have a genetic predisposition for anything, but it's going to be an environmental factor that triggers it. So, you know, you've got all these, these genetics that, you know, these kids can be tested for in which, you know, I was tested for as well. It seemed like me and my son were very much alike and had a lot of the same genetic predispositions, but I was also, you know, well over vaccinated being in the military as well. And then I had a lot of ailments that began after that time, you know, chronic joint pain, migraines. I mean, you name it. I, I, I had the laundry list. So as I was addressing my son's issues, Mm -hmm. I was addressing my own and I was healing myself. So it's not just a conference for healing children. It's all about healing the body and really understanding the science behind the body. I have some amazing scientists coming to speak and they are like the best of the best little controversial, but I like that part. And, um, and they are talking true science in the in the link between you know genetics and environmental factors and autism and, and what is causing this epidemic yeah and you know also we we are going to be doing a screening for spellers on the first day which a lot of people have seen the spellers documentary and Don Marie Gavin will be speaking. We're super excited about that. In day two, we are going to be screening protocol seven. Dr. Andrew Wakefield's new motion picture. I wasn't sure if you saw it at CHD, but um, I'm super excited to get this out to the world. Uh, Dr. Andrew Wakefield has gone above and beyond. He has sacrificed everything Mm -hmm. and with you know because I get so much kickback about it and they're like oh well here's a doctor who who lost his license and I said well he had everything to lose and nothing to gain by by standing up at for these children and doing what he gave an oath to do and that's to do no harm so I have I have the utmost respect for him. So day two will be like the VIP hour. It'll be a meet and greet with, with some of the speakers. Del Big Tree will be there. Um, everybody loves Del. <laughs> and it's it's going to be a great event, but it's also going to be an opportunity for parents to really come together mm. and meet other parents. And I feel that that's one of the most important things because I remember the number one thing that I felt when my son was diagnosed with autism was I just felt so alone. And it wasn't that I was alone. I have an amazing family, a wonderful husband. I just felt like I was alone in the world. So being able to be around other families that are going through the same things Mm -hmm. and communicating, building relationships, because that's what I am. I'm more the like, the relationships person. Sure. I have studied alternative medicine. I mean, I had to get a PhD in how to heal my kid really fast. Yeah. Um, So I read more books than you could shake a stick at. I went to more seminars and conferences and parent talks than you name it. 
um, to really learn as much as I could, but really deep down, I'm that, I'm that people person. I'm that relationship person. So my main thing is to truly get these parents together, even doctors. So we are offering CME credits for physicians mm -hmm. and, um, you know, get those physicians in there who need to, you know, learn a little bit more about addressing those underlying conditions. Cause they don't teach that stuff in medical school. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, as, as you were talking, everything just was deja vu for me because that was the same track that I had, you know, with our non-for-profit organization, It Takes a Village. We did a Heal Your Child Summit many years ago, and we had doctors from all over the United States come in and converge on that summit to share with parents the things that they can do to be empowered to help their children to have better, healthier lives. And so all of that is just so much in step with what we do. And as you know, our huge emphasis is on building community because it's horrible when you feel that you're alone. And especially in today's world, so many of our parents are feeling alone. Our children are feeling alone. I mean, the rates of suicide, depression, anxiety are through the roof. And when you are dealing with a child that has special needs, it is even more so significant when you feel alone because now you have all of these different agencies against you. When you're just trying to help your child, you're just trying to heal your child and, and you think that they would be lockstep with you, supporting you, but no, it's that fight, you know? So I thank you so very much for doing what you're doing with regards to the conference, but also in general, with regards to helping our parents. Now, can you tell a little bit about what is the one mistake that you have found a lot of parents are making when they find themselves in this particular space? Oh, so... It, you know, it really depends on the parent mm -hmm. and, you know, what they've been taught and, and, or programmed to believe. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think the biggest mistake, and I'm, I'm not going to point fingers is medicating these children is, mm -hmm. you know, putting a bandaid on it. So really just not addressing those underlying conditions. Again, doctors are not taught in medical school, you know, how to address those underlying conditions. They're taught what to prescribe for what ails. It's, yeah. it's all chemistry and it's all funded by big pharma. Yeah. So college, you know, medical schools are funded by big pharma. So mm -hmm. of course, that's what they're going to, you know, lean towards and it's not their fault it really isn't and so it's really just about changing the narrative and you know there's always some sort of underlying condition I'm telling you I keep repeating it over and over but even for like let's say behaviorals uh, you know behavioral stuff for for instance because that's the biggest issue right is you know um they're having tantrums, they're, they're violent, they're, you know, but a lot of times 
if you test for, let's say, pandas, uh, pediatric autoimmune neuropsychotropic disorder associated with streptococcus. So that's high levels of strep in the blood, mm. which cause inflammation on the brain and cause behavioral disorders, cause tics, Tourette's, um, any type of, you know, behaviors. And nine times out of 10, these kids are diagnosed with pandas. If, mm. if, um, they have behaviors. So that's just one of the things to really address. And we have, you know, we have somebody who's an expert on pandas, who's going to be speaking at the conference. Mm. And it's really about, you know, I, it, it burns me. And I know it's none of my business when I see parents that just, you know, keep, drug after drug after drug and just numbing these children out. And, you know, it's, it's not fixing the root problem. It just isn't. Mm -hmm. And sure. I do understand that prescription medications have a time and a place and they're, you know, I, I do believe that Western medicine has its purpose to an extent. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm not downplaying Western medicine at all, Mm -hmm. but I truly believe that we need to keep these kids clear minded, Mm -hmm. not, not dump more on them and put a bandaid on this situation. And, but it's, it's hard work. So I'll tell parents it's, it's not the easy road. Isn't to address the underlying conditions that is, that's not the easy road, but it's the most rewarding. It is the most reward rewarding, and it's also the most long term and sustainable. You know, I I know of so many parents that I presented those options in terms of doing the proper testing, finding out the root cause. But you know, the the catch there is that now everyone in the family needs to shift. You know, instead of making our children quote unquote the problem, realize that this gives us gives us an opportunity to improve our own health and well-being the way that you did. But that's very difficult for a lot of people to conceive of letting go of things that are going to trigger inflammation, letting go of things that are going to um, compromise the immune system because we become so attached to thinking that, oh, well, my son is the problem. I've just got to fix him. It's just about a medication that's going to do that but it's not going to involve anything that's going to require me changing my lifestyle, changing my entire perspective of what health really means. And that's one of the things that I truly admire about you. And again, this is where the importance of community comes in because it is not easy to make those kinds of shifts if you don't have a supportive community that you can go to and and say, you know, well, I'm having difficulty with getting my son off of dairy. I'm having difficulty with getting my son off of, you know, all of the junk food, you know, because a lot of times they'll say, oh, well, children with autism, they have very peculiar palates. They'll only eat this. They won't eat vegetables. They won't eat. And if you don't have a community that can give you ideas and support you as you go through the challenges of making that transition, I don't know. So what has been and your there are traditional therapies and stuff that deal with, you know, 
um, those limited palates and, and eating disorders and stuff like that for these kids. And, and I don't by any means like claim that, you know, changing a kid's diet or my own was easy, but, um, I actually thought it was so throughout my twenties, I always tried to like, I always read every, you know, diet book, whatever, and tried to eat healthy, but it wasn't until my son was diagnosed with autism and my naturopathic doctor told me that he would be fine. I just needed to do my research. And then when the first bit of research was, was diet, remove gluten, dairy, and soy, um, it, it wasn't hard for me. It really wasn't. It was actually very easy for me to eliminate those things out of my diet because my motivation was him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to make him eat something that I wasn't going to eat myself. Exactly. So it was really just getting back to um, a eating real food. You know, what, what did God put on this earth and what were our bodies made to eat and digest? So it's really, it's as simple as can be. Cause when I used to tell people, oh, well, I can't have gluten, dairy, soy, sugar, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, what do you eat? And I said, real food, imagine that real food, but it wasn't hard for me, but yes, you do have those parents. And I say it in the last part of my book. And it might sound a little harsh. It might not. I said, there are three types of parents. There are those parents that will travel near and far, that will go the distance, that will break all the rules, Mm -hmm. that will do whatever it is they have to do. They will throw everything at it, but the kitchen sink. And then beyond that, they will still make, make a point to learn more and more and more. And it never ends. It never ends. Mm -hmm. They will continue. They will constantly continue. And then you have parent number two and parent number two is the one that, okay, you know, maybe I'll remove gluten today. And, you know, the doctor said that this medication might help. So I'll, I'll do this and we'll do this type of therapy and this and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, They'll, they'll sort of do the, the footwork, but they're going to do what's, what's programmed yeah. for them to do. And then you have parent number three, and these are the Eeyores of the world. Woe is me. My kid has autism. Mm-hmm. Feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm. I want to play the victim because, you know, it's all about me. It's not mm-hmm. about my child. Mm-hmm. It's not about them suffering. Oh, well, I can't take dairy away from my kid. Mm-hmm. Then, he just loves dairy. Well, good. Go ahead and give him a glass of whiskey because that's what you're doing. And that's what I tell them. And while you're at it, stop wasting my time because my time is valuable and my time is free. You know, I will mentor parents, but if they are not willing to do the work, I have no problem telling them, you know, I'm not, I'm not your coach. Yeah. yeah. And either you're going to go the distance and you're going to do everything that you've got to do mm-hmm. for your child, which was what I did. Then I, I can't, I can't assist you yeah. and I can't help you because I'm not going to do it for you. You and I are just so similar because like I said, I, I tell our parents, I tell our women in general, you know, you've got to birth that goddess from within. And when they come to me with all of these different things, but Michelle, 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 I'm like, okay, take a breath. 
because you're going to be shocked with what I'm going to say. Just take a breath for a moment. And then I say, so what? <laughs> so what? You know, I mean, we've got to get beyond this woe is me nonsense and my parents and my this and my that. And we've just got to say, you know what? As you said, Tracy, what does my child need? My child needs for me to put on my big girl panties and do what needs to be done. Yeah, that's just it. So, so now what is one tip that you would like to share with our women? So my number one thing is trust your inner knowing. Mm. Um, I was told a hundred times over that my kid was fine, that regression was normal, that all these things is to truly trust your inner knowing. And, and Dr. Andrew Wakefield writes that in my foreword that mothers have that innate, you know, inner knowing that, that motherly intuition that we need to truly trust yeah. what is the best for our own children. Because to me, that's God's way of speaking to us on so many levels, you know, my gut feelings, my motherly intuition, that is God's voice talking to me. And I wouldn't be here without the guidance of, of, of God and all my angels that led me in that direction. I'm truly blessed, truly grateful, but you know, sometimes you just have to trust the process. I'm grateful for the experience. I truly am. Um, I have the most amazing son and he's super wonderful. And I've been able to assist so many parents on their journey, which means the world to me. So he gave me purpose in the end. Amazing. Well, ladies, in the show notes, you're going to have access to the link that you can learn more about the upcoming conference. And you can learn more about what Tracy is doing in the community and perhaps link up with her to find out how you can help your child and help to make that shift. As you're saying, Tracy, and as the Bible says, all we need is faith the size of a mustard seed. When everyone and everything in the world seems to be telling you something about your child and you know deep within your heart that God has a different plan, you've got to trust in that. That is the one verse I put in my book. <laughs> really? You have to have faith. And for those who would like to attend the conference, they can go to autismhelp.com and they can use AHS50 for $50 off. So it's a promo code. Um, and I hope to see everyone there. There is a virtual option. And for those who... Um, uh, lack the funds to be able to attend. I do have scholarships. They do have to fill out an application and be approved for a scholarship, but they can receive a free um, invitation, virtual invitation to attend. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that with our community. And I wish you the best. I'm praying that hundreds of people come to this because we need to be there for our children. We need to have these tools. We need to have these resources. And most importantly, as you're sharing with us, we need to have this community that is going to help us to create the environment, create the village 
that can raise, nurture, and empower our children. Tracy, thank you for joining us today. Is there any last thing that you would like to share? Actually, so my Audible just got approved. So in the next, hopefully few weeks, my Audible warrior mom, a mother's journey and healing her son with autism should be available on Amazon. So look out for it. I'm super excited about it. And it, that was a lot of hard work. That was, <laughs> I did do it myself and Andy uh, read his forward, which was, which was really great. So I'm excited. That's my new exciting news. And for any information on warrior mom, they can go to warriormom.org. Awesome. So ladies, be sure to look in the show notes for those links for warrior mom and for the autism health conference. We will look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, peace and blessings. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. If you like what we're doing here, please share, subscribe, like us, and leave a comment. Your feedback is very much appreciated.